Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 30th of May. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800 747 And we start out a Tuesday show. We did do a Memorial Day show yesterday. Thanks to everybody who hung out with us. And we start out a Tuesday show exactly the way that we hoped we would. And that was coming off of a Game 7 win in Boston last night. And what has been the last almost two weeks, the most incredible stretch of sports in South Florida sports history, we've gotten both the Heat and the Panthers have advanced to their championship rounds. The Panthers are in the Stanley Cup Finals beginning this Saturday in Vegas, and the Miami Heat are back to the NBA Finals for the seventh time in 35 years of Miami Heat basketball. The Miami Heat are on the grandest stage of them all and will play for the biggest prize in the basketball world after shocking the basketball world. Shocking me. I got to raise my hand. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. You know, sometimes I'll pull a reverse jinx move. No, the way that I felt the previous 48 hours was not a reverse jinx. I was terrified last night. I did not think we were going to win. I did think that if we kept the game close, that I believe in our guys and I believe in Jimmy. But I just wasn't sure that this team was going to be able to recover from the way Game 6 ended. And I couldn't have been more wrong. And I couldn't be more happy than I am with that performance last night. And by the way, I love that it was a blowout. Now... That didn't keep me from being super stressed all throughout the game, but I loved, excuse me, being able to relax somewhat the last, like, five, six minutes of the game. You know, I I kept going upstairs, and I was giving my wife updates, all right? You know, what was going on? I go up after the first quarter, heat her up seven. But, but like, I'm I'm down, you know? I'm not not getting excited about anything. This is going to be a struggle, you know? I go up after the first quarter. Heater up 7. Go up at halftime. Heater up 11. Go up after the 3rd. Heater up 10. And then I went up with about 5 minutes left. Finally with a smile on my face. 
we're up by 20. We're going to do it. And, I mean, the, 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 the whole day yesterday, the day was a struggle, man. I, I was on ESPN Radio yesterday afternoon. I was on V's Live last night. And, 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 you know, it was the same thing that I was telling both of them. Yesterday was, yesterday was a struggle, man. Like, we're just trying to get through the day and get to 8.30. Like, how can I kill time? So, I went, I, I did my show yesterday. Did Zaslow show 2.0 on Memorial Day. <laughs> you know, we, we have to react to what took place on Saturday night. At the time, worst moment in Heat history. And of course, we got to do a show on the day of Game 7. I also pumped out a new episode of It's Still Real to Me, AEW Double or Nothing Reaction. So go check that out as well, wherever you get your Zaslow Show 2.0 podcast. And so, killed a little bit of time in the morning, pumping out both those shows. Then, we get the family into the car, we went to Top Golf, And I'll get to that coming up. First time I've ever played at Top Golf, So, killed some time doing Top Golf. Then came home, had a little bit more work to do, and now like, and then watched the Succession season fi- series finale. Killed an hour and a half like that, and then finally, it's game time. Like all of oh, and I did some barbecue. We made some steaks, threw some steaks on the grill. You know how we do in the Zaslow Mansion. So finally, we get around to last night, <clears throat> and I, I told you guys, I, I got to be the first one who raises my hand. I was not confident. I was scared to death. And that wasn't reverse jinx. I'll do reverse jinx sometimes. But I'll be honest about it. I did not feel good last night. I'm thrilled that I was wrong. I was so scared. And and part of the part of the scare was Yeah, like you think I need first team ever blowing 3-0 in the NBA? You, you think I need that shit in my life? That's forever. You think I need that shit in my life? So, there, there's, there's no escaping that. And I was scared to death that that was going to wind up being the case. So, I was super nervous for 48 hours, man. And, and also part of it, part, like I, I, I spent those 48, like I was moping around Sunday, moping around Monday. It was like someone died. I was at my peak Miami Heat fandom, where it's life and death, and I haven't done that in a really long time, like, we're talking 10 years easy, the last time that I behaved that way, or at least the last time I felt that way, was after the Heat lost Game 5 to Boston, to Boston, Game 5 to Boston, at... Uh, at home in the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals. And then the blueprint was on the line. And then LeBron had the, you know, the 42, 42 point game, I think, in game six. And we end up winning game seven. But after game five, there's the picture that Sedano, a uh, really sneaky move on his part. He snapped the picture of me after the game. And it lives forever on the internet. And from between game five and game six. And by the way, game six that year, I did not enjoy I was scared to death going into the game, and I only enjoyed that game when it was over, even though the Heat led by 15 the entire game, just like last night. So, that was the last time that I was treating it like life or death. And I was, I was just like, I was catatonic after the game. That was 11 years ago. And, and but, but my behavior during Game 6 I was on my feet the entire game in front of the TV, yelling at the TV, screaming. I, it was peak Zaslow fandom madness. And I haven't spent that kind of energy on a game in at least 15 years. Going back really to 2006 when the Heat won their first championship. Because you got to understand, I, I, I can't expend that kind of energy during games. I was on the broadcast the previous 13 years before this year. So I wasn't behaving like that during games. And Saturday night's game six was a throwback performance from your boy. And it drained me. I, it's, it's like I emptied the tank on Saturday night and I had nothing left. And I was I, like, I, I felt broken 
the last two days leading into last night. Not confident at all. I wasn't doing reverse jinx. I would admit, I would love to admit to you guys that I did reverse jinx. I did not do reverse jinx. I was not confident. I was scared. How, how could you not be? How could anyone blame me? So, I was stressed the entire game. And by the way, this is a good thing that I could do that during the games. Like, I, li- I like being able to experience it with my boys. Both boys watched the whole game with me last night. My older son, Corey, he's in on every game with me. He takes it very seriously. It's kind of like I did when I was his age. But I can appreciate it. And I can also give advice where it's like, hey, you need to calm down. It's, it's going to kill you. So, I was super stressed. All three qu- And by the way, hated the way we started the game yesterday. Hated it. How, how can you not? We, we couldn't get anything done offensively. Hated how we started the game. <coughs> and you'll notice. And so, Joe Mazzulla is going to get a lot of crap. I think it was at this point, I think it was 11-8. We, remember, we were down 9-4. And then I think we were down 11-8. And Celtics got a rebound. And they were in transition. And they actually had a guy down the court. And Missoula... Who you like? He's in his own head, the coach of the Celtics, because all the talk about the timeouts, and now he's been calling timeouts the last couple of games, and he called a timeout. I think it was eleven to eight, and he called the timeout when the Celtics were about to be on a fast break. The crowd's all into it. You got the heat on the ropes early. He calls timeout with the Celtics in transition, and from that point on, it was all Heat basketball. The Heat then go up 22-15. They close the quarter there. It was a 14-4 run after that timeout. In total, they closed the quarter on an 18-6 run because it was 9-4. It was all Heat basketball from that point. And and Missoula's going to get a ton of blame, rightfully so. I know I make the argument that coaches, why are coaches a fin? Why do they have to be a finished product in their first year? But it's one of two things. If you're the Celtics, you've got to decide right now. Is this a guy who we believe is going to turn into a great coach and obviously he's not a finished product in year one like players are not a finished product in year one? Or have you seen this guy is amateur hour? And I think I, I would lean toward this guy being amateur hour. We'll, we'll circle back to Joe Missoula because F him. We're talking about the heat here. But I stressed out the first three quarters of the game. And then finally with about six minutes left, five minutes left, whatever it was, we went up by 20 Finally, finally, the rock. No, finally, I was able to breathe. You felt like, all right, we we did it. They did it. So I, I think the main takeaway, because for me, I just, I, I couldn't understand how you're going to be able to recover from game six. I couldn't understand how the finish to game six you're going to be able to get over that in Game 7. You're playing a team that is better than you. I mean, the resume shows they're better than you. Even after the Heat won last night, you know, the, the Heat win because of others. The Heat won that series because of other stuff. The Heat were so much tougher than the Celtics. Not necessarily physically, but just a mentally tough team. Just a real basketball team. The Celtics were easily the more talented team. The Heat were a better basketball team when it came down to the high-pressure moments. But the resumes tell you that the Celtics are a better team. The whole season told you that. And the Celtics had won three in a row. And now it's Game 7 in Boston. And you know I don't care about it being Game 7 in Boston. Which, by the way, you know I don't care about it being Game 7 in Boston. The Panthers... And the Bruins season in embarrassing fashion in that building. The Heat and the Celtics season in embarrassing fashion in that building. We don't care about that building. That We own that building. That's, that's South Florida sports. That's South Florida Garden. That's what it is. That's not the TD Garden anymore. That's the South Florida Garden. We own that building. That's our building. So I don't care about them playing in that building. But just the recovery 
from the way they lost game six. And the Heat are always going to say all the right things. The players, it's part of how mentally tough they are. The players, the coach, you know, Eric Spolster after game six. I mean, listen to how Missoula talks after the games. Boy, he, I mean, what an asshole he comes off as. Go go watch some of his post-game stuff yesterday. He is just an asshole. And Eric Spolster after what, what I had felt at the time was the worst loss, the worst moment in Miami Heat history. I had it up there. I think the, the, the worst loss, there's two worst losses in Miami Heat history. Well, moments, moments, losses. Like, the worst moment in Miami Heat history at, was Allen Houston, and now still is. <clears throat> Thank God. Was Allen Houston 1999 ending the Heat season. They were number one seed, the Knicks number eight. They're the only, before Miami Heat this year, number eight seed to go on to the NBA Finals. And... Allen Houston shot worst moment in franchise history. For me, though, the worst loss in Miami Heat history is Game 2 of the 2011 NBA Finals. The Heat are up by 13. LeBron Wade are shadow boxing with like 8 minutes left in the 4th quarter. The Heat are about to go up 2-0 on the Mavericks. Instead, it's 1-1, and we know the Heat winds up losing the series in 6. They would have been up 3-0 after winning Game 3. You win the championship if they don't blow that fourth quarter in game two. To me, that's the worst loss. Not the worst moment because it's not an individual moment like the Allen Houston shot or like the Derek White shot. But that to me was the worst loss in Miami Heat history. And game six was going to be the worst moment and maybe also the worst loss. We'll we'll get back to that. But to be able to recover from... You know, Eric Spolster after the game, this is the point I was trying to make. Eric Spolster after the game six, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to go up there to Boston and we're going to win that game. That's the big takeaway if you're a Heat fan. That's the takeaway from this game. To recover from game six and win this game, that's what Heat culture is about. I thought there was no way to recover. I would say, I mean, 28, maybe 29 of the 30 teams in the league do not recover from the way the Heat lost Game 6 and then have to play Game 7 on the road. Heat culture recovers from that. I don't know how you come back and do it, but they did it. That's what Heat culture is. That's what Heat culture is about. That's what we're talking about. And I... Look, you can point your finger right at me. Maybe I lost sight of that. Because I did not know how they were going to recover. But this team, they're not the Sixers. This, This is as mentally tough a team you've ever seen. It's as mentally tough an organization you've ever seen. This isn't the Sixers, where after they blow game six in the fourth quarter to Boston, you got that pathetic effort in game seven. This is a team of warriors. And they take their cues from their best players. And that's Jimmy Butler. And to a lesser extent, it's Bam Adebayo. The the exact same way the culture began. This team, Heat culture, takes their cues from their best player. There's no complaining. There's no excuse making. You'll watch it throughout the game. Jimmy never complains. The only guy on the team that actually complains is Kyle Lowry. But he's not one of us. He's not one of ours. He's been doing that for 20 years everywhere else. Nobody complains on this team. The coach never makes excuses. This is a no-excuse business team. They take their cues from their leader. And the exact same way the Heat culture began. Back in 1997, I know it start, I know Riley, 95, traded for Zoe. But in the second year, by then, and they'd also traded for Hardaway in the middle of that 96 season. But then you get to 97, and I love this story. This, it's the same way the Heat culture began. This team takes their cues from their best player. And back in, in, in the second year, Riley's second year, you got Hardaway in mourning. They're the second best team because the Bulls are doing their thing. 
And in the middle of that season, the Heat trade for Jamal Mashburn. I love this story. Mashburn in the middle of the year is coming from a terrible Mavericks team. He doesn't know what he he, he doesn't know had had a winning culture in the professional level. And the very first practice that Mashburn is with the Miami Heat, Alonzo Mourning and Tim Hardaway put him through the ringer. They have the hardest practice they've had the entire year because they got to show this guy this is how we do it here. This is what we're about. And when the best player on the team, in this case, Jimmy Butler, has that attitude, the entire team takes on that attitude. They take on the personality of their leader. And back then when it all began, Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway, they show the rest of the team, they show a new star player in Jamal Mashburn, this is how we do it here. When your best players behave that way, everyone better behave that way. And that's what the Heat culture is about. That's what it's about. What a night. What a tremendous night. Just kicking the shit out of that team. Eat it, Boston. We own your city. South Florida Garden. That's our building. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great, talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Think I need a 3-0 collapse in my life? You think I need that shit in my life? And, and because I got these messages last night. Yeah. Game six. The Derek White. No longer the worst loss in Heat history. It was always contingent on what happens in game seven. Now I thought they were going to lose game seven. So I had stamped it already. But it was always contingent on what happens in game seven. Game six, you know, it's like the Ray Allen shot. The Heat had to win Game 7 for the Ray Allen shot to live in infamy. For it to mean anything. It meant nothing if the Heat don't win Game 7. We would never talk about it again. The Derek White shot, the end of Game 6, it may as well not even exist. It's meaningless. It's gone. It's not the worst moment in Heat history. It's not the worst loss in Heat history. It just doesn't hold up. It held up for 48 hours. That's it. That's it. And thank God, right? Talk, talk about things I don't need in my life. I don't need that in my life either. Completely meaningless. And by the way, knowing how everything... See, this is interesting. If I, you're Heat fan listening right now, I love that you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. By the way, let me tell you real quick here. You want to talk about huge Heat fans, all sponsors on Zaslow Show 2.0. It's a whole vetting process. you got to be a huge South Florida sports fan. That's not true. It's just coincidental. But water cleanup of Florida. You want to talk about huge Heat fans, the Greenstein family, friends with them growing up, family, friends. Nobody's going to take care of the leak in your home or business better, faster, more affordable than Water Cleanup of Florida. And with over 60 years of combined experience, the team at Water Cleanup of Florida, they are prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues 24 hours a day, seven days a week. After the leak has been located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida is going to clean, dry, and fully restore the damaged areas. Call or text 954-900-8635. They serve all the Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, 
fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide the one-stop shopping that all of us busy homeowners and business owners require. There is no need to bring in other contractors. Water Cleanup of Florida handles the entire project from start to finish. Follow them on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And if you don't believe me when I'm telling you, you're dealing with the best here, how about just looking up yourself, go to Google and check out more than 80 five-star reviews. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. And of course, I mean, how, how am I going to enjoy game one of the finals, which starts on Thursday? I'm all out from the weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Got to go pick up myself a new six-pack of the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba. Hey, I'm not, I'm not quite out of my Johnny Cuba picante hot sauce made with the freshest lemon peppers you're ever going to find. I love that hot sauce. I got a little bit left. Probably, probably like a third of the bottle left. You can go pick that up as well. But if you need a, you need a drink, you want a new beer, I love when you guys... I got a message over the weekend too. New, new customer for Johnny Cuba. Zaslow, why didn't you tell me before this is the most delicious beer? European roots with a Caribbean soul or a freshing German lager in a can. Go pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. You always want to drink responsibly. That's why I love keeping a six-pack of Johnny in my fridge. I go sit down on the couch. I watch the Heat, watch the Panthers. You know we're going to do that with the finals in the Stanley Cup finals. Go pick up a new six-pack, if you're out like me, of Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. So, the Heat, they do it. They win Game 7 on the road for the very first time in franchise history. Last night was only the third time in franchise history that the Miami Heat played a road Game 7. The other two times, 2009 at Atlanta, 2016 at Toronto. So, last night was the first time they ever won a Game 7 on the road. But it was only the third game they've ever done. Anyway, Game 6 is no longer the worst loss in Heat history. The Derek White putback is no longer the worst moment in Heat history. But let me ask Heat fans this. (coughs) Knowing how everything played out, We were so nervous leading up to Game 7. We were on the verge. I mean, the line is so thin. We were 48 hours away last night going into the game. 48 minutes away, excuse me, going into the game last night of being the 8th seed and getting to the NBA Finals or being the laughing stock of the league forever and the first team ever to suffer a 3-0 collapse. The line is so thin. But for Heat fans out there, Knowing how it all played out, getting the Celtics fans' hopes up. Don't let us win one. Don't let us win two. Boston, you know, TD Garden, Game 7, which of course now is called South Florida Garden, because we own that shit. Knowing everything that we know now. And now, we always had Game 6 in your building for life. 2012, LeBron. Now we got Game 7 in your building for life. Smoke those chamokes. Knowing how everything played out. I think you like how it ended. Would it have been amazing for Jimmy to hit those three free throws? The Heat fans going crazy because Marcus Smart missed the shot and it bounced any other way. It was a normal Marcus Smart brick and the Heat win. That would have been awesome. But knowing what we know now, That we got to rip their heart out on their home floor in Game 7. I think we all like the way it played out. Like Derek White, the Celtic fan, they thought they had an all-time moment with Derek White hitting that shot. Now, it means nothing. It's irrelevant. It's completely meaningless. And we took that from them. Knowing how it all played out. I think we're good with it. I, I, I think we take it. I think we like how it I think we like how it played out. Now, let's talk about the MVP. Eastern Conference Finals MVP. So I was on Vizen yesterday. 
out in Vegas. I'm on with those guys, Tim Murray, former quarterback, Sean King. I'm on with them a lot. And, you know, they were saying to me yesterday, Caleb Martin right now is one of the favorites to win Eastern Conference Finals MVP, which is so cool. But I told them, if the Heat, Caleb Martin can't win Eastern Conference Finals MVP if the Heat don't win Game 7. And the Heat can't win Game 7 if Jimmy Butler is not great. And if Jimmy Butler's great, he's going to win Eastern Conference Finals MVP. And that's exactly what played out. Except, Caleb Martin was fantastic again also. This is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to try and convince you. Jimmy Butler winning the Eastern Conference Finals MVP, they got it right. The right guy. It would have been a great story. I was hoping that they were going to hand that trophy to Caleb Martin. I'm going to try and convince you here. They got it right by Jimmy Butler winning Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Let me give you, let me give you a bunch of numbers here. Let me, let me spell it out. So, like I said, there was no way that the Heat win the series without Jimmy being great. And he was. You could also say Zaslow. They don't win the series if Caleb Martin wasn't great. That's true too. So, let's look at the numbers for each of these guys. And this is important here, okay? Let's look at the numbers in the four wins. What these two did in the games the Heat won is what's most important. The games they lost are not as important how you performed. It's the games that you won. So in the four games that the Heat won this series, Jimmy Butler, 27 points, 7 rebounds, 6.3 assists, 45% shooting, 5 of 13 from 3. Very good numbers. Very, very good numbers. Caleb Martin in the four wins. 21 points per game. 5.3 rebounds, 3 assists, 65% shooting, 14 of 27 from 3. Phenomenal numbers. Jimmy scored more points, more rebounds, more assists. Caleb Martin shot the ball a lot better and killed it from 3. You also have to understand... Jimmy's going to attract a different kind of attention offensively than Caleb Martin. But nonetheless, Jimmy, great numbers. Martin, great numbers. The only area that Martin's better there is percentage-wise, and he was a lot better than Jimmy. But here's where the argument, I believe, gets made for Jimmy. Because the performance in wins versus the performance in losses matters. In the three losses this series, Caleb, let's start with Caleb Martin. In the three heat losses, Caleb Martin this series, 17 points, 8 rebounds, under, a, under an assist a game. 53% shooting. 8 for 18 from 3. Very good numbers. He still played very, very well and shot the ball very, very well. Jimmy Butler, in the three losses, 22.3 points, 8.3 rebounds, 6 assists, 37% shooting, 3 for 10 from 3. Bad numbers. Not good. The point is, Caleb Martin was fantastic the whole series. His numbers were down in the losses, But he was fantastic the entire series. Jimmy was fantastic in the four wins. He was bad in the three losses. By definition, that makes Jimmy more valuable. Caleb Martin was great. They still lost those games. Jimmy Butler was bad. They lost those games. They don't win a game this series. When Jimmy is not good. That's the definition of most valuable player. 
So, I do believe that they got it right. And like I said, probably not a popular opinion. I wanted them to hand that trophy to Caleb Martin. What a story it would have been. I think Jimmy Butler probably wanted them to hand it to Caleb Martin. The team first guy. But the MVP of the series was Jimmy. If he doesn't play well, they lose. If Caleb Martin plays well, they can still lose. If Jimmy Butler plays well, they win. That's the most valuable player. They got it right. They got it right. Again, probably not a popular opinion. But I think it's the truth. Guys, I want to tell you real quick here before we continue on. You know, I've been telling you about homeowner's insurance. You got to make sure you're covered. I've been getting, and mine's up for renewal next month. Well, guess who I'm using? Because I know I'm getting the best price anywhere. And I'm getting, a, I'm getting affordable care, one click, one phone call away. Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Homeowner's insurance, I'm not laying awake at night wondering, God forbid something happens, how am I going to pay for this? I know that I'm covered. I have exactly the type of insurance at the best price around that I'm going to get anywhere. My man, Mike, he, he sent me a message today, Zaslow. Thank you so much for recommending Brunt Insurance on your show. I called them. They saved me thousands of dollars on my renewal. I love hearing that, man. Bruntinsurance.com. Brunt Insurance from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond. You're getting the most comprehensive coverage at the best price around. You're getting the insurance coverage tailored exactly to your needs. You see, the market's confusing out there, so... you're not going to necessarily know exactly what you need to make sure you're covered properly. And that's why when you call Brunt Insurance at 954-589-2204, Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance are going to lay it all out for you, fully licensed staff. And like I told you, from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, they know the area. They know exactly where you're calling from. And not just homeowner's insurance, car, motorcycle, boat, maybe you rent, maybe you're in a condo. 954-589-2204 Bruntinsurance.com What a great night. What a great night. What a stretch. And by the way, if you haven't checked out the schedules yet, the Heat's final schedule and the Stanley Cup, we're alternating days again. Now, it's not every day because there's a travel day in between. Like, Like, I don't have it in front of me, but the NBA Finals begin on Thursday. And they're going... June 1, June 4 in Denver. Then they're taking the extra day because they don't want to play Saturday night. It's the worst TV night of the week. They want Sunday night. So it's Thursday, Sunday. June 1, June 4 in Denver. Then they're taking a travel day. June 7, June 9 in Miami. Then another travel day. June 12 in Denver. June 15, Miami. June 18, potential game 7 in Denver. So there are extra days built in between. The Stanley Cup Finals, same thing. Stanley Cup Finals begin this Saturday. June 3rd, June 5th are the first two games in Vegas. Then they're going to take an extra travel. uh, Are they taking an extra travel day? Yes. June 8th, June 10th in Sunrise. Then they're taking an extra travel day. June 13, then June 16, then June 19. So we don't have a game every single day. But we don't have any overlap. Living the dream here, man. Alternating days, no interference in the conference finals, and you have every game on its own. Panthers Stanley Cup final, Heat NBA finals coming up starting this Thursday. What a time to be alive. So, last night during the game, I got got really mad. And... I'm a little bit regretful, although it's okay to get mad and point out the obvious, but I was really keeping it low-key for the entire game. And then I got I just got so mad at Bam. Because you know I love him, and I believe in him. The only guy who I dislike on the team, and I dislike him strongly, is Kyle Lowry. He sucks. But I got so mad at Bam last night. Because I'm defending him, and we need him. And he was so bad offensively last night. He was timid. 
He remember the one play where Jalen Brown like fell, or maybe it was Marcus Smart. Bam! Shoot the elbow jumper. He's not taking that jumper. He's missing layups. He's bobbling the ball, turning it over. He had he had four turnovers last night. He can't catch the ball at the basket for what would be dunks. And I was just livid. But the reality is, and I acknowledge this as well, he was sensational defensively. He was great on the glass. And yeah, they don't win the game without him. But going into the game, you did not see a scenario, even if Jimmy Butler and the best player on the team, Caleb Martin, have great offensive games. The Heat need a big offensive performance from Bam as well. Your big guns, your big guys need to be great or you're not going to win that game. So I was so frustrated. And I regret it. Maybe it was a little, like, I, I think I tweeted, what a pathetic, absolutely pathetic performance from Bam. Now I meant offensively. Because like I said, he was tremendous defensively. But make layups. Catch the ball. These are elementary things. I was so mad. And I felt a little bit bad about it. Look, I'm wearing my Bam shirt. You know I love Bam. I was, I was really emotional. These last 48 hours before today were so emotional. So I do feel bad about that. He was pathetic on the offensive end. But as pathetic as he was on the offensive end, he was that good on the defensive end. And that is important. I preach how important that is all the time. That side of the floor, it's just as important. So that's, I, I, I regret it a little bit. Haywood Highsmith is going to be a player for this team. He's the next guy. That doesn't mean he's going to have a big role in the finals. Maybe he will, though. And I don't want to talk about Denver yet. We'll talk about them tomorrow. Holy shit, is this series going to be hard. But Haywood Highsmith is very clearly the next guy in line. He had a great second half in Game 5. I think he had 15 points. I mean, and, you know, we were getting killed for the most part. And then last night, only played a few minutes. Big difference maker. Love it that Highsmith got the action again last night. I was a little bit surprised that Love didn't play. You knew that Lowry was going to play because they're going to do the whole thing. Oh, it's game seven. He's a champion. He'll make a couple plays. He had a couple moments. I mean, that pass down low, obviously, to Robinson. He hit a couple shots. But again, the turn of the ball over, dribbling it off his leg, he sucks. But I was surprised that Love didn't play. I thought he was going to get the same, you know, uh, treatment. Where, hey, we tr- that's why we brought you here. But you know what? Love's going to have his moment in the finals. He, they're going to need his size in the finals. And, and by the way, what, a, what an incredible teammate, Kevin Love. First guy off the bench, standing, cheering, smiling. That guy gets it. Tremendous teammate, Kevin Love. Zero pouting. But Haywood Highsmith's going to be a player for this team. He is going to be, he's the next guy in line. And I knew, I'd been saying it most of the season. I knew Duncan Robinson would have his role. I knew he would have his moments. And boy, did he have moments. He was great again yesterday. Getting to the basket. He hasn't even been terrible defensively. Knocking down threes. Taunting the Boston crowd. In the middle of the fourth quarter. I'm so happy for him. He also, of course, is, his trade value has been upped again. They will be able to move him if they want. But I am really proud of him. Tremendous job by Duncan Robinson. And how about throughout the year? How about all the you can't be a championship team with Caleb Martin as a starter? How about all of that? And it's funny because the guys on the TNT broadcast... I don't know if it was on the TNT broadcast or if it was on the postgame show on Inside the NBA, but talk about Caleb Martin. He's, he's going to make a lot of money this offseason. Nope. He's under contract for two more years. He only makes $8 million a year. He's not about to make that money. Maybe in a couple years he will. But no, he's, he's on one of the most team-friendly deals in the history of the league. And finally, once again, we'll bring it up. How about Pat Riley has failed Jimmy Butler? I mean, just idiots. Pat Riley has failed Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler couldn't win anywhere else. Chicago, Minnesota, Philadelphia. It's not on him. 
but he couldn't win anywhere else. He gets here. The team lets him be who he is. He's the most heat culture guy there's ever been. He's the most perfect fit. And in two of his four years, he's in the finals. Three of four years, Eastern Conference Finals. Two of four years, he's in the finals. How about Pat Riley failing Jimmy Butler? Get the F out of here. Get the hell out of here. Unbelievable. What a night. What a night, man. (sighs) Tell you who else was enjoying it last night. You know my man Colin, founder and CEO, Sheets and Giggles. He's coming down here for a Stanley Cup final game. He's based out of Denver, so he's going to see the Heat at the Nuggets for one of the NBA Finals games. Coming down here for Stanley Cup, going there for NBA Finals. You're supporting the... You support the sponsors who support the show. And when you support Sheets and Giggles, not only are you supporting a monster South Florida sports fan, but you're getting the best sleep of your life. Become one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. The Zaslow family's been using Sheets and Giggles for about two months now. That's that's how you knew Zaslow Show 2.0 was doing well, right? When Sheets and Giggles jumps on board. We're talking naturally softer, cooler, more breathable, the most comfortable sheets you've ever had. You know I rave about the comforter. I got the eucalyptus pillowcase. Hey, uh, eucalyptus pillow, pillowcase too, but the eucalyptus pillow. You ever try a eucalyptus mattress? Go to sheetsgiggles.com. Use promo code Zazlo upon checkout. Your first order, 20% off. Use promo code HEAT, 25% off. Sheetsgiggles.com. I love how they got the extra deep corners. It's so hard to get the corners to fit, and they fit easily on their 20-inch thick mattress. You got the 400 thread count. They also help you. You know what else I love? You got a tag on the bottom left corner of the, of, 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 of the fitted sheet. So it tells you where to go. All of us, we put it on. You got a 50% chance of getting it wrong if you just guess. And then you got, oh, this doesn't fit. You got to move it over. They're helping you out there. Anyway. The best sleep you've ever had. Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com Alright, you know what time it is. Let's get to Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. Are you dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business? Is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I'm not going to be able to tell you that. Water Cleanup of Florida will... 954-900-8635 or you can go to wcufl.com Water Cleanup of Florida 954-900-8635 Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So finally, the wait is over. The Florida Panthers finally find out their opponent in the Stanley Cup Final and it's the Las Vegas Knights. The Knights pounced all over the Stars. The Stars, the Knights led the series three games and none. The Stars won game four in Vegas. Uh, excuse me, they won game four in Dallas at home. Then they won game five in Vegas. They forced a game six in Dallas. And before you know it, it's 3-0 in the first period again for the Golden Knights. They wind up going on. They win this game 6-0. They win the series four games to two. It's the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Knights one of those teams will win their first ever Stanley Cup. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, I got around yesterday. I mean, it only debuted on Sunday. But yesterday, to kill some time, got around to watching the series finale of Succession. What a show. Man, I am going to miss that show. The finale, the writing was great. You know, it's hard to make a great finale after a great show. And I got a few shows that I always go back to when we're talking about finales that lived up to the hype. Great finales. The Shield, tremendous finale. Really like the finale for Breaking Bad as well. Uh, Six Feet Under, great finale. And I can add succession to the list of great series finales. It's... Like the whole, it was an hour and a half, the final episode. It was riveting television. I, I, I loved, man, like the siblings for the first time ever 
they they were all getting along and they were like they were emotional together while mourning their father. We got to see a side of Logan that we had never seen, and then I felt bad because the kids never, the siblings never got to see that side of Logan. And and then at the end, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but shit just gets crazy at the end. Tremendous finale. I'm going to miss that show so much. Succession series finale. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Celtics head coach Joe Mazzulla's behavior. So like I told you, it could be one of two things. Joe Mazzulla, you keep him if you're the Celtics because, hey, we didn't hire a finished product. He's a first-year, 34-year-old head coach. Why does he have to be a finished product when players are not finished products in their first year? We're hiring not because, not only because we think he's going to be good right now, but we think he's going to grow into a great coach and have him for many years. Or you take the other side, which is based on what we've seen, we were wrong. This is amateur hour. And his pregame speech telling the Celtics, go out there and have fun. You better smile. That's the most important thing which is Little League bullshit. And then his demeanor the entire game and his attitude when he talked, like Ali LaForce for TNT, his in-game interviews, I I know they're stupid, but can you at least be respectful? Can you at least not be an asshole? He gives one-word answers to Ali LaForce. It's embarrassing to her. At least Greg Popovich, he's Greg Popovich. Popovich wasn't doing interviews like that back in 1998 or 97, whatever it was, his first year as head coach, because he hadn't done shit. Joe Mazzulla hasn't done shit, and he looks like amateur hour. And then after the game, when he sits down on NBC Sports Boston with Abby Chin, go watch that interview. It was it was gross the way that he answers her questions. And of course with the media, I mean, he's very combative with the media because, hey, he's a huge winner. Look at his resume. Look at everything he's done. He's practically Bill Belichick. No, he's Bill Belichick. If Bill Belichick was an asshole and had also done zero winning. So for me, Joe Mazzulla's behavior, that's a big deal. I think this guy's amateur hour, and I think they got it wrong. I could see a scenario where they separate themselves from him. Finally, one more. Big deal or not a big deal? So everybody knows, contributor on the Levitard Show, Ryan Cortez, Parakeet Cortez, he's been prank calling the Boston radio station, 98.5 The Sports Hub, with his Miami shtick. He's impersonating a Boston caller to get on the air. Their screening process is obviously shit. And for one final time, after Game 7 last night, on the post-game show, Here's your boy, Ryan Cortez. Uh, Michael and Boston want the drastic shake-up, shake up too, so let's go to Mike. Hey, fellas. I appreciate everything you guys have said tonight. You know, I wanted to talk to you two because I believe both of you are more rational than me on Tatum and Brown because at the Sedano's bar, I was trying to trade both of them, not just one. And the guy next to me, I want to get your take. He kept saying to me in Spanish, Esta noche somos mantaquilla which loosely it translates to what? culture chatter is on the hub. The Celtics were playing like, there we go. That guy hung on 51 minutes for that. I hope that was uh, worth it to him. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going big deal. And, and, and my favorite part is when the host, it's such a thing for the host to say, they don't know what else to say when they got got. Oh, I hope it was worth it. You wait on hold for 50 minutes. Hell yeah, it was worth it. I'm playing it on my show right now. Of course it was worth it. I'm sure they played it on the Levitard show today. I'm sure every Miami fan who saw it on his Instagram, they're getting a huge laugh out of it. I hope it was worth it. Waiting on hold for 50 minutes. Shit yeah, it was worth it. That was funny as hell. Up yours, Boston. We own you. South Florida Garden. That's the new name of that building. We own that building. And that right there. Courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Best sports town. Center of the sports universe. This Thursday night, Heat, Nuggets, Game 1 of the NBA Finals. This Saturday night, Panthers, Knights, Game 1, Stanley Cup Finals. 
best two weeks of your life coming up. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks to everybody who listened to the show today. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Thanks to everybody who helped put together a great show today. Can't do it without you guys. You're always terrific. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now... You got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.